What are your thoughts on marketing? Do you believe it's an important component to your overall business goals or is it something that's expected but not effective in your opinion? That's what we're talking about today on the CEO Mindset Podcast. Welcome back to the CEO Mindset Podcast. I'm Andrea Patrick, your host, and I'm so happy that you are joining me today. Subscribe if a CEO mindset is something you want to obtain and you want to find the intersection where your work and life coexist. The sky is the limit when you're clear about your value, consistent in the way you share said value, and you're upfront and honest about who you are while sharing it. There are so many examples to follow and learn from. Let's get into today's, shall we? Hello, welcome back. If you're new here, I'm Andrea Patrick, the BU Boss, and here on the CEO Mindset Podcast, we are learning personal branding tips to consistently or constantly evolve and stay open to those failings, but failing forward so that we can take advantage of those lessons and inform our next decisions. All right, today, like I said, we're gonna tackle this opinion of marketing because I've heard some things as of late that I just don't like. So let me share a few of them with you. I've heard um, things like what I just mentioned, it's not effective for people in their industry. Both of those thoughts, whether you don't believe it's something that you need or you know you feel like you um, just don't do a great job of it, a great job of it, there's, an even more perplexing thought that I have heard that has really made me struggle. And that is people believe marketing doesn't work at all, guys. Are you kidding me? Not true. So today I want to break down marketing into three main components. And I want to share with you the role authenticity and personal branding play in each one. Now, I think there's a perfectly simple explanation for all of these negative attitudes toward marketing, and I'm here to help everyone who thinks those thoughts through it. So just take a breath, let's breathe, and we're going to walk through this because before I get into it, I want to make sure you are clear on the fact that simple doesn't mean easy all the time. And if you've been looking at marketing as it's as if it's something that should be easy or as if it's something that is not going to work for your business, you've got the wrong mindset. Simple isn't always easy. And what you see is sometimes blown up into these huge things that we need to simplify. So I believe that on its most basic level, marketing is simply about three things. You are attracting you're engaging, and ultimately you're influencing the decision of a specified group or individual. Now, when you think of it in this way and you incorporate who you are and your value into the equation, the question becomes more about why and how than it does about what and when. So your marketing becomes more about why and how than it does about what the actual techniques are and when you actually do those things or post or all of that. Let me explain. What you do is quite possibly the same thing that 10,000 other people do. When you do it or share it with other people, that might depend solely on when you get a client, okay? So the what and the when are really not relevant to the marketing of your business or your brand until after you win the client. 
Yet often this is where most people, some of those people who are complaining about marketing, focus their attention. They focus their attention on the conversion. I don't think that's the best place to focus your attention because I'm going to get into it. The hard truth is there are only so many hours in a day. You can only take on so many clients at a time. So my question is this, would you rather spend your time trying to get new clients every month, every day, or would you rather build relationships with quality clients and let them do the footwork of getting you new clients while you, on the other hand, continue to serve the existing ones you have? Think about that for a second. Ponder that question. Because when you are thinking about the conversion only, you're thinking that you have to constantly be on the grind of finding a new client and putting new people in your funnel over and over and over again. And you are trying to get to as many clients as you can in a day, as many clients as you can in a year. That is a hustle mentality. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have a hustle mentality, but I'm saying it is one in this particular situation that is very stressful. It causes so much overwhelm. It causes so much frustration. And a lot of times you feel like you are just drowning and you're constantly on the go and you never get to rest. Your body is stressed out. So would you rather do it that way where you're constantly on the search for new people? Or would you rather build relationships with people and have quality customer experiences so that those clients that you do have not only want to continue working with you and whenever you come out with a new product or a new way to do things, they're there to chomp at the bit and help you test it or share it, or they're willing to refer you to the people who have the same problem they did that you helped them solve. So they're out there saying wonderful things about you, putting people in the funnel for you. That is why the how and the why are much more important than the what and the wind. Don't get caught up in the rat race of fishing for clients. Learn to nurture the clients you have and teach them how to feed your funnel with referrals. Now, this is a topic for another day, but my point is in talking about it is marketing is a long game meant to be played with strategy, patience, and skill. If you've been looking at it as a quick way to earn business and make money, that may be why you feel like it doesn't work for you. Additionally, oversimplifying marketing is a common issue. Now, you might think it's as simple as posting on social media or as simple as showing up at an event and networking and passing out business cards. That again is simply not true. The idea of identifying identifying how you, and by you, I mean you specifically or your brand, how you want to show up and be seen in the world, yes, is simple. The idea. The idea of establishing your why and then choosing to show up and offer it up as value. Also quite simple. The idea of doing that is quite simple. Though both examples seem quite simple, they aren't easily realized. Both require creating and using a personal foundation for the why, documenting the journey that became the catalyst for the change in the first place that made you start the business and want to serve with people in the first place, then having a documented, proven path that others can replicate. Are you starting to get why I said simple doesn't always mean easy? 
Other marketers, traditional marketers, have truly oversimplified the process of marketing, which is why people are not thinking of it in the right way and why they feel they have to do all of these different things to be considered quote unquote marketing and they feel it's not working or they offload the whole process of doing their marketing because they think it's so simple that they can just pass it off to someone else and they can be the person that posts on social media or does the marketing for them without putting any of their spin on things, without being authentic and adding that piece of the puzzle um, to their marketing efforts and actually relating to their clients. Because really, people will take your money and they will tell you that you have to do XYZ thing in order to get the client or to make the conversion. But the truth of the matter is there really is no quick fix to marketing. You can buy certain things. Or you can build relationships and you can create a, a larger scale opportunity where now you're getting referrals and you are able to upsell clients you already have and you're not having to work as hard or constantly have to get people in your funnel the way that other people or other marketers would have you thinking you have to do. If you change, well, we're going to get into that in a second because I want to make sure that you understand these three elements. And so as promised... I am going to break these three marketing components down to their lowest common denominators today. And I am going to be laying the role of authenticity and personal branding out for you and how they play those roles in your marketing. Because my approach to marketing, I believe, is the key that opens the door to better marketing strategies, successful career advancement, and overall work-life harmony. And so pay attention to what I'm talking about here with these three common elements. They're really the basis for marketing and what the purpose of it in the first place. But I'm breaking it down for you to what I believe is their lowest common denominator. And then I'm going to show you the role authenticity plays in these things, these components, and how developing a personal brand and then leveraging it or personal branding is what that is, um, how to apply that to these elements for greater success. Okay, so the first one, first of all, the three elements are for marketing, the whole point of marketing, as I see it, is to either, well, not either, the whole point is to attract, engage, and convert. Very simple, three very simple components of marketing. No matter what type of marketing you're doing, your goal is going to be to attract the client you want, engage them to the point of a final thing, which is the conversion. Down to the bare bones, that's what marketing is. But let's look at each one of them individually so that you can begin to change the way you're thinking about marketing so that maybe you can begin to believe that it is something that is necessary. You're already doing it whether you think you are or not. I get into all of that inside Project CEO because communicating what you do and how you do it comes in all shapes and forms. And I promise you, you're going to be surprised that you're already doing these things. So the first element, attract. At its lowest common denominator, the idea is to get noticed by the people that you want to notice you. That's what that means, attracting. You're going to attract the people that you want to do business with, to be in partnership with, to serve, whatever it is, how are you going to do that? The lowest common denominator here is just to get noticed by those people. 
to get them to a point where they want to see what you have, what you're doing, how you're say, how you're solving the problem. Something has to be appealing about how you're showing up. Okay, you've got to be attractive to the people that you want to serve. You've got to be attractive. So that's the lowest common denominator here. Now, what is the role of authenticity? What role does authenticity play here? Authenticity shows up in your personality. And your personality is a combination of characteristics and qualities that form who you are and how you behave. So if your goal is to attract your desired audience, right? You want to get noticed by them. A lot of times your personality is going to play a huge role here that, and you need to be authentic. You need to know who you are and what those combinations of characteristics and qualities are that you want to showcase on a regular basis need to be able to be consistent. So this can't be something that you share with someone else as a duty that they go off and, and use what they know about your brand to, try to sell you, right? To try to sell your value, your personality. They can't do that. So you have to participate in the marketing of your business, in the ability to attract the desired audience. You can't lend that off or send that off or delegate that off to someone else to do it for you. The role authenticity plays in your ability to attract your desired audience is in your personality. And no one has that but you. Now, how do you apply personal branding in this element of attraction? Well, being able to read the room and manage the volume of your personality based on your, what I like to call personal framework. I will leave a video about um, personal framework and exactly what it is down in the show notes so that you can look at that. I did a whole video on um, defining the personal framework. So go and check that out. But ideally... When you are trying to attract someone or something to your business, to you, to your efforts, to whatever it is you're trying to do, nine times out of 10, people are going to want to know how you connect to the thing, to the event, to the brand, to the service, to the widget, whatever it is, that's where your personality is going to come in. You've got to be able to share that with people. And then you want to be able to read the room. Let's say you're in an event and you're doing networking or you're uh, working with a client or you're working, not working with a client because you're trying to attract them, but let's say you're at a networking event and you're trying to gain new business or earn new business. Everything that they touch and see about your brand should have some element of your personality in it so that they can see your authenticity and know that you're probably someone they want to work with, that they might have some synergy with, that they can communicate in a way that will be effective and efficient. You want them to be aware about how you show up for your clients and what it is you find valuable about what you're bringing to the table. This is all a part of your personality and bringing that authenticity to the table and applying who you are to your efforts, the personal branding component. Now, the next element or component of marketing is the actual engagement component. Now, at its lowest common denominator, this is about nurturing and building relationships. How do you want to do that? How are you going to do that? Well, your personality is definitely going to have to be included to that whole idea of you passing the baton off to someone else to do the nurturing and, and building of relationships is going to be difficult if you've not figured out 
who you are and how you want those relationships to be formed because this plays to the culture of your business. Marketing is also about the brand culture because when you start bringing people onto your team, whether they are actual employees of your team or they are subcontractors, you've got to be able to share with them who you are, your personality, the the voice, the narrative that you want your brand to have, the personality you want your brand to have so they can convey those messages. Again, you cannot remove yourself from the process of marketing. You've got to be able to give that direction or else whoever you give that task to, you run the risk of them, you know, not speaking your brand narrative in the tones or saying the things that you need them to say to attract the people that you wanted them to attract. Remember, it's about really being able to um, read a room, how be it being able to connect yourself and relate to the people that you're trying to serve. And you can't delegate that because people don't know how you connect unless you created a company culture and that company culture Um, You provide them with the narrative and with the tones and how you want people to feel after an encounter with your brand. And you train them on how to do that so they don't go off script and do things their own way. Now, what is the role of authenticity when it comes to engaging, nurturing and building relationships? Well, that is your character. And your character is the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. These are the things that you find important. Again, going back to that personal framework, one of those things is your non-negotiables. And your character will, will educate or inform those that you are working with, your clients. It helps you to set boundaries, manage expectations, all of those things. But it informs people on the way you do business. It's your um, integrity. It's your integrity. And it's what people are going to see. And it has to be repetitive. It has to be sustainable. And so that's why it's important for your character. That's where the authenticity comes in here. When you are nurturing and building relationships with people, you can't do that based on someone else's character, someone else's personality, someone else's ideas of the things that you should be doing. You've got to figure these things out for yourself Which again, if you're listening to me, you are now realizing that things aren't just because they're simple does not mean they are easy because identifying and building your character is something that's done over time. Being able to express that and train people into um, being able to share the brand voice, the brand identity, being able to speak on your behalf and do so in a way that is authentic to what your brand culture is not authentic to them but what is authentic to you or to your brand culture that's where people are missing the boat because they think they can delegate these tasks off is that you do you have you been thinking wow you know this marketing thing isn't working for me i've paid these people thousands of dollars to do my seo and for some reason i'm not getting any clients well is it possible that it's because you've not identified the characteristics and personality of you and then in turn your brand so that you can convey that message to the people who are doing your SEO. Or is it that you've just given them, hey, here's the money, you said you could do my SEO, now do it. And you have expectations that it's gonna bring in all this money because the 
traditional marketers, the people who have been doing marketing and they're just in it for the marketing purposes are telling you that you need to do SEO. And so you have all these people on the bandwagon who know how to put taglines or tag words or keywords on your website. But guess what? If you tell them the wrong keywords, if you've not shared with them what your brand narrative is and what your culture is and how you want to show up for your clients, guess what? They're going to use words that relate to the service you provide. They're going to use words that relate to the what and the when, not the who, not the how and the why. Okay. So if that is what has jaded you on the term marketing, think about that. Consider what I'm saying to you. It's simple, but it's not easy. You've got to be involved in your marketing. You cannot delegate this off without sharing with people what your expectations are based on the culture of your brand, the narrative of your brand, the personality of your brand. All of that comes from you because you create the business. So how do you apply personal branding here? What is the application for personal branding? Well, this is about creating an amazing customer experience with quality systems and processes that actually facilitate great service, it sets standards, and it manages expectations. That's how you use personal branding, taking who you are and leveraging it in this area to engage, nurture, and build relationships with people. See how that works? Simple, but not easy. All right. Lastly, the last element of marketing, the one that everybody seems to just want the most is the conversion element. Now at its lowest common denominator, a conversion is basically influencing someone's decision. Okay. Now let me just say this. You got to get your mind wrapped around this because here's, here's, here's the role authenticity plays your mindset. Authenticity plays a role here in the way you officially think about something how you believe something to be, okay? Your mindset is the role authenticity plays here. Now, the personal branding application is managing your expectations about what an actual conversion means to you because this is another area where people get it twisted and they don't look at conversions in the right way. Yes, a conversion is In the grand scheme of things, when it comes to your business, you want someone to exchange money for your services or your product. Absolutely. That is a given. We get that. But a conversion could also be an email address. It can be a registration for an event. It can be a referral that you get. A conversion is based on the standards you set for any given situation. If you're walking into a networking event, a conversion could be getting so many business cards. If you walk into an event with no business cards and you walk out with 10 business cards, you've got 10 conversions because you influenced someone's decision. You influenced their decision to give you their business card. So that could be considered a conversion. If you have a landing page on your website or if you have a link on your social media profile and someone clicks on that link and they give you their email address, that too can be considered a conversion. You have to change your mindset around what you believe a conversion to be, which could in turn help change the way you think about marketing. Because after you get that email address, Then the what and the when becomes relevant. What are you going to do with it? 
When are you going to do it? What are your expectations from it? If you get 10 cards at this networking event and you do nothing with them, did marketing fail or did you fail? The marketing worked. You went in with a plan. You looked well. You were, you, your body language, your nonverbal communication, the things that you were saying made sense enough that someone gave you a business card. Now the work begins. What are you going to do with it? Is there a plan afterwards? Okay. That takes us back to the engagement component of marketing where now we need to nurture and we need to build. You just go back to the second phase. You nurture and you build. You got the conversion with the email. That's the first line. Now you maybe need a second conversion. The second conversion might be that they purchase a smaller price item from your service, from your product line. And then from there, so see what I'm saying? It's like you have the engagement where you nurture, you build, and someone makes a decision finally to convert and they purchase or they do the thing they give you the email address. If it's not, if it's, if you don't, that first conversion is not a sale that means it was just the first conversion. It doesn't mean marketing didn't work. It meant marketing actually did work, but it was it worked on the first conversion. And now you need to have a plan for the second conversion, which that plan is going to include the nurturing, the building of relationship, the engaging. And then you have another call to action, which could turn out into another conversion. Maybe that one will be the sale. Who knows? Maybe that will just be a comment, but you've got to use authenticity here and change your mindset. That is the role authenticity plays in the conversion piece is really wrapping your head around what a conversion actually means for you. All right. I did, I did a video called um, my five stages of entrepreneurship, and I think it would behoove you to watch that video because also I think we get wrapped up in um, our clientele. And we think that we're serving the right audience, but in fact, we may not be. And we have to recognize the stage of bossing people are in and what is usually going on during those stages. And it might be that you're marketing to the wrong group of people. Therefore, they can't give you what you want in terms of a conversion. So maybe looking at this video, these five stages of entrepreneurship will help you identify A, what stage you're in, and then B, what stages you're serving. And that will maybe help you identify the best way to attract, the best way to nurture, engage, and build relationship with them. And then in turn, the best way to convert. And maybe understanding the stage they're in will help you with your mindset around what a conversion is going to look like for them and whether or not you need multiple conversions to get you to the ultimate pay conversion. Does that make sense? I hope it does. I hope this is tracking with you because I really wanted to get this comp this definition of marketing down and share these three elements at their lowest common denominator because people just aren't getting it and I want to help you get it. Now, now I hope it's provided you with a little bit more clarity about marketing at, at its most basic level. It's how you decide the way you want to attract, engage, and ultimately convert your desired audience. Using authenticity and personal branding will give you the power to do it more efficiently and effectively, though. If you enjoyed this episode, I would ask you, beg you, actually, I'm not going to beg. I'm just going to ask very strongly to leave a comment and share it with anyone in your circle that you think might need it. All the videos I mentioned will be linked in the show notes and the opportunity to get on the wait list for my new program, Project CEO, which is going to help you with all of this, is also there. Trust me when I tell you, 
it is better to be on my wait list and not join if you decide you don't want to join the program than to not be on the wait list and decide that you want to join because all of the bonuses go to those who are on the wait list. You'll see that on the page when you check it out. Great things come to those who are on the list. <laughs> okay, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And for more great tips on how to constantly evolve and be open to failing forward using personal branding techniques, be sure to subscribe to my podcast on any of your favorite podcasting platforms or here if you're listening to it from the link I shared on my website. Join me again next week for another healthy dose of the CEO mindset. Goodbye. That does it for today's episode of the CEO Mindset Podcast. Remember, this is the place to be to find the intersection between your personal life and your business life so that they coexist. It's also where you learn how to consistently evolve and be open to the failures that happen, be open to the opportunities, be open to the opportunity for change. Make sure you are subscribed. Leave your comments below about today's episode if you have any questions, comments, I want to hear all about them and I want to hear how you are using what you hear to grow your business, live the life you love and have that quality of life that we are all looking to achieve. All right, guys, don't forget to follow me over on Instagram, AF Patrick. Definitely subscribe to my YouTube channel, Andrea Patrick Official. All the links that you need to continue following and being a part of the BU Boss Squad community is listed in the show notes along with any other links that I think might be amazing for this particular podcast. Remember, we are on all the podcast uh, platforms. So if you have not already, find us and subscribe. See you again next week.